Thanks so much for joining us here on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagonblast. Well, you may hear some birds chirping in the background. We are outside, outside the Cranford Elks Lodge. If you are familiar with the corner of Meeker and Lincoln, that's where you'll find the lodge. And I'm joined by Kevin Carney. He is the exalted ruler of the Cranford Elks and Mike Tona, chairman of charity for the community. Mike, Kevin, welcome to Cranford Radio. Let's start off, Kevin. Why don't you tell me, let's look at the big picture. Tell me about the Elks. For somebody who doesn't know about the Elks as a national organization or even international, what is the group about? It's all about charity. Mm-hmm. It's about being an American citizen, about believing in God. It's about also giving forth to all of our charities. And some of our cornerstone charities are special children, homeless veterans, and any type of community activity that we have in the area that needs to have some attention that it deserves. For example, if we have a family in town that needs help, we help them out. We do it quietly, and we do it unconditionally for our area right here. And with these basic foundations, we have the lodge. Everything we do goes out. There's nothing profit here. Everything we bring in goes right back out to Camp Moore, to the ENF, to any charity that we deem worthy, a great cause, we pay it forward. So that's our cornerstone right here. And it's a great little family place that we actually enjoy. And it's a gorgeous little space. And it's uh, it's home. Mm-hmm. And it's a very eclectic group of people that just kind of with the same mindset, just really make it work here. Now, we talked about the national organization. Tell me a little bit about the history of the Cranford Lodge, the Cranford Elk. I've been a member here for seven years, mm-hmm. right? Michael's been a member for about 20 years, Mm -hmm. right? So it's one of those locations that it is generation after generation after generation. As you know, being a a Cranfordite, we've got a lot of generations that are actually here and from legacies. So we've got my secretary, Anna DeFabio, her family was members before she was even born. And then this is her place that's just, it's amazing. The things that we do in a community, there's legacies to it, right? So we've got the Elks motorcycle committee that we have here was founded here Mm -hmm. and the things that we do for charity just from that committee i don't think it's rivaled anywhere and it started for the state of new jersey is it national yeah started right here in cranford right this is the mother chapter and the things that we do you have the miracle run you've got the big run you get all these fundraisers that every penny of it goes towards a cause and it all started right here so there's a re- really impressive legacy that I'm just honored to be a little steward in the last two years to, to kind of just manage and kind of steer it in the right direction. Mike, Kevin told us a little bit about the history and him being a member for a relatively short time. <laughs> Seven years, I believe you said. How about you? How long have you been a member? I've been a member since, I guess, 2003, right around there. I actually came in because I heard there was a motorcycle club and they ran it out of here. And so I came in for that. So the day I came in, I became a member of the MC. The Elks and Cranford have been here since, I think, 1955, right? So they've been here quite a while. And when I got here, the guys who were in charge, their names are the same. Like Kevin said, it's a legacy. So there was the Fabios here then. Now Anna's our secretary. She does most of the work for us. And she's a DeFabio. Vici's. Mr. Vici was here. He just passed away recently, but he was one of the top guys here. His son, John, then became a trustee for a very long time. So you see on the board inside the people that are supporting now, 
you'll look at the names that are, of the guys who are gone, or the people that are gone, and it's the same last names. It's a long history of people that you know their names, and then you find out, oh, they're a grandson, or they're a nephew, or they're a niece, or something like that. So uh, it, it's great in that way. Kevin's talked about charity is the reason that the Elks exist, and he, he listed some of the charities. But tell me a little bit more about some of these charities for veterans, for children, things of that sort. Yeah, so, I mean, it, the Cranford Elks is great because, you know, you, people say, listen, you go buy the Elks, it's... Uh, you know, the, the prices on beer are the best in town. It's $3 a beer. It's, you know, you feel like you're, it's, it was 15 years ago. So we're not looking to make money on selling a beer or stuff like that. All that money that comes in goes right back out. The big part is ENF, Elks National Foundation. And what they do is they, there's an endowment fund. It was 1928 when our president, national president, decided that they're going to collect enough money to where they will be able to give out charitable donations forever and I think now it's up to about 800 million dollars what separates Cranford from most lodges and I'll even say most lodges in the nation is that a lot of these lodges they build their ENF donations into the dues so people don't even realize that a part of their dues is going into ENF and then that's given to Grand Lodge and then in return we meet our quotas and we get we get money back Cranford's different in that we don't sneak in any donation money into our dues. What we do is we explain what ENF is, what the charitable foundation is, and where that money's going. We have the most generous members in Cranford, and I'm not just guessing at this. We have the most charitable members in Cranford. In the state, we're number one for voluntary donations. In the entire country, we're number three. That means that we're not sneaking money out of there. They're, they're actually stepping up. We have enough recurring members that donate that we're able to get back more from Elks National Foundation than other lodges. We've already given away uh, this year alone $2,000 to Cranford First Aid Squad. $2,000 was given to um, Cranford Family Cares. $4,000 just went to a partnership we formed with Prevention Links. And what they focus is on drug prevention drug um, rehabilitation and stuff like that. We formed a partnership with them. They got $4,000. We just got another $3,000 for what's called welcome home kits. Homeless veterans, they have housing built for them. But when they move in these houses, they have nothing. We supply them with everything from utensils to bed sheets to everything they need to just walk in and start living from day one. That's a lot of money for us to get back just in the first six months of 2023. And the reason we get it back is because our members volunteer to donate the money. And what's great about what we do is it's a reoccurring donation. Even if it's $5 a month, it gets us back tens of thousands of dollars each year for charity. And we're real, really good at that in Cranford. It's just, it seems like we're, we just... The ger generosity for, of our members is, is, uh, is easy. They just understand the project and they just jump on it. And the one major point here is that Mike himself researched what it takes to get all this done and all this, the programs that are available. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of taking that little extra effort in educating the members that are here that are just giving mm -hmm. to say, okay, this is all you need to do and it's just a cup of coffee every month. Take one less cup of coffee, put it in this, reoccurs. It just pays the dividends moving forward. 
In addition to that, now that we achieved those goals, now he's hungry enough to go, okay, what's the next goal, right? So now there's a focus grant that's available, and there are certain parameters to it. We're finding programs that actually meet every parameter. We were hoping to do one in Westfield. It's not ready for it yet. There's a 16-bed uh, units in Hoboken that are. So we pivoted from something that's local to us. Now we're looking in Hoboken. We're probably going to get anywhere from, I want to say, five to $10,000. That will just be straight out of the Elks National Foundation. It just pays so much forward that this lodge alone, just by even his stewardship over that program, is pulling money back here into the state of New Jersey. And this is national. That's coming back home. And it's all because of the group here, our generosity, as well as his just educating the people that just don't sit at the, the bar. There's more we can do. And that's what we do. Kevin, one of the challenges I think many organizations face these days is retaining or growing membership because people seem like they're busier. They've got so much on their plate that it's, it's tough. And you see some organizations almost aging out in terms of their members are in their 60s, 70s, and even older. Mm-hmm. How do you counteract that with the Elks? It starts with the people, right? You've got a core here that have an energy to them that is just, it's magnetic. People want to be a part of it. And then they open their eyes to, okay, well, it's the philanthropic part of it as well that okay i love coming here it's the inexpensive beers it's the family atmosphere you can see what you see around us right now is gorgeous Mm -hmm. but it's also the bigger picture the things that we do as far as membership we are leading one we're number one in the east central district which is our district and we've already initiated 29 new in the last our year doesn't start till april 1st Mm -hmm. We've got 29 new ones. We've got another 22 that just came in. And there's 22 more coming into the lodge. And it's just the atmosphere. It's everything that we do as far as extremely eclectic. We've got the range of, from motorcycle guys to, you know, businessmen in Manhattan that live here and reside here and just love the place. It all works because we all have each other's back. And there's also a greater goal that we're all, at our heart, touches a nerve. And we have members that are coming from other areas just to be part of our lodge and it starts with the people it starts with the cause and it starts with the generosity that the lodge itself puts forth so it's pretty amazing mike you mentioned that one of the things that first attracted you here was the motorcycle club and when i think of the elks having not been a member that's one of the things that comes to mind i see some of the videos of the annual ride that starts here and and such tell me a little bit more about that activity, if you would, please. When John Vici got here, um, he's been a member forever. His father was a member forever. And and it was a time in in the 2000s when membership, like you said, was down. And it has been down. If you go to a lot of these American legions, VFWs, you know, it, it is down. There's no new members coming in. And John had an idea that, you know what, we're here. We're about veterans and special children's. And a lot of the biker friends we know are about that too. So uh, why not make this the home base for that? Well, it grew so fast that it became evident to everybody that it was too big for this one location. We had uh, members from all over the state of New Jersey coming here for meetings. Hundreds of guys and girls would come down, and it was getting too focused on Cranford. 
So what we decided, what John decided back in, I think it was probably 2009, something like that, 2010, maybe a little bit later, was that we're going to break it off and every Elks Lodge, would, instead of having Cranford having one motorcycle club, every Elks Lodge would have a motorcycle committee. Same as you have a veterans committee, same as you would have a bar committee, um, everything. I mean, there's a committee for everything in the Elks. And they decided that they're just going to branch out. Well, right off the bat, you had 21 or 22 different lodges in the state of New Jersey that instantly had a motorcycle club committee. And then it was treated as every other committee within the Elks. Well, now I think we're, we're closer to 40 or 50 committees throughout the state of New Jersey. Everywhere from Closter down to Cape May, there's a motorcycle club committee with a committee chair. It may have started in Cranford, but the focus is all over the state of New Jersey. It's easy because the Elks gave you what we're there for. And you're just a committee within the Elks. And so that's why it works out so well. So now every year we have a miracle run. There's hundreds, maybe thousands of people that go down. And, but it's all about the same goal. It wasn't like establishing a bunch of clubs that had to determine what they were there for and why they were there. The Elks have it written in their bylaws. That's why we're there, and that's what we focus on. There's obviously also a social aspect to the Cranford Elks Lodge. This is my first time, even though I've lived in Cranford most of my life, my first time going inside the building. And when you walk in the door, there's a bar there. Tell me a little bit about the social aspect of, of the lodge, please. I mean, honestly, the Cranford Elks is the best bar in town. I mean, Cranford has a lot of great ones. Love the dive, love the rat, love Thirsty Turtle. Been loving the bars in Cranford all my life. But the Cranford Elks is the best bar in town. I mean, it is a charitable place. But with the crew that's here, with the outside that's set up, with the inside, with the shuffleboard, the pool... And the bands that we have, and we have, you know, Crossroads is a place in Garwood that has bands all the time. I mean, we have bands three times a week, sometimes every night between Halloween parties and other events and stuff like that. There's nothing this place doesn't have. And I know when people go out, you go to places in town and, and you see the prices. The prices reflect the inflation, the, the economic uh, situation that everybody's in. The Elks, we don't try to make money on a beer or a wine or whatever. So the prices are just what they need to be for us to sustain the place. And we don't raise them to make money. We're not looking to do anything different. So they are what they are. I mean, you know, to try to find a place with a $3 beer is difficult these days. And when you consider that you have a great group of people that are like family and the fire pit and the shuffleboard and the outside and, you know, the guys that's, you know, smoking cigars and the, and the, the events that they have, bingo, and everything, all the other stuff we do. I mean, every year we have um, turkey and chicken and, and wing cook-offs and, and uh, chili. And, and then we do ornaments for the kids where we actually let them paint them every year. And then we put them in a kiln outside so that when these kids go home, they have fresh ornaments that they can put on the tree. That's an event that we hold. We keep the prices very low on that. It's just to cover our costs. I don't know that there's any place in town that does something like that. Actually, a lot of that is donated by one of our members who works at Keene University and he works in their art department and it's all items that he just donates his time as well as the kids it goes back to it's just not it's family so how do we pay it forward and it's all about that it's 
the activities, especially on the summer, what you'll see the barbecues going here. It is it, the cornhole. We have horseshoes. It is the most inspiring place you've ever been because you see 75-year-old person playing horseshoes against a 28-year-old guy. It is probably the best real-world experience you'll ever get and lessons. You got people like Mike. You got people like Potter. You got people like Anna. You have... John Vici, Dennis Carter. These these are the most amazing, amazing souls that you'll ever see and get to experience. And it's right here. Kevin, I asked you before about membership and the challenge that many organizations have with simply even maintaining membership, not counting trying to recruit new members. And you talked about some of the new members that are coming in. Two-part question. Tell me about how someone who is interested in joining would go about that, number one. And two, what kind of person are you looking for as potential members for the Lodge? Well, one, you would have to first be recommended by a member itself, right? So we have applications. Our dues are $86 a year. Uh, half of that goes to the National Foundation, which come, then comes back to us in grants and things like that. The other half comes and stays with our Lodge. So that's the entire obligation you have every year for us. A member would have to recommend you. You'd have to believe in God. You have to believe in America. Some of our core values, we just finished Flag Day here, are the core principles of what the United States are, right? It's a pluralistic society. Everybody's believing God. You have a real core foundation. And it's also about charity. Charity, justice, brotherly love, and fidelity. Those are our core stations in our lodge. If you're recommended and you believe in those and you can able to take the pledge that we have you say during the initiation, then, and someone vouches for you, you can become a member. And it's another member that has to recommend you as far as to become one of us. But the nice part is when you do become a member, day one, you have the same rights as everybody else. My title is Exalted Ruler, but it's no different than someone I just initiated. As soon as they get initiated, they sit down. They're part of our meetings. They have the full say and full weight of someone that's been there 20 years. And an active elk is a very important elk. There are a lot of elks that just, they have the membership but don't do anything with it. We give them an avenue to pay it forward. And it is awe-inspiring on what we can do when you're actually present and you want to get involved. We give them that, that opportunity. Oh, we've been talking on this episode of Cranford Radio with the Cranford Elks. I've been speaking with the exalted ruler, Kevin Carney, and Mike Tona, who is the chairman of Charity for the Community. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being my guest here on Cranford Radio. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Really appreciate your time.